What's up guys? It's Lucy back again with the Feed My Radio podcast. I'm recording from my car again because I actually recorded a show earlier in the week. But I've been working so much that I haven't had a time to edit. And I think now if I put it out, it'll be too late because of all the stuff that I talked about. So bear with me. The next one, I promise, will be a lot smoother. All right, so in the last episode, we talked about new music that was coming out. Chris Brown did drop his new album on October 31st, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. I did get a chance to listen to it. It's a 45-track album. And yes, I listened to the whole album like three times, maybe four. I would say three times because it's a long album. He has a lot of good songs on there. Some people are calling it his best album yet. Um, I saw that Kevin Hart said it was turned. I wouldn't call it turned. It's a great album, but I wouldn't say turned because he doesn't have a lot of joints on there that are like turned up. It's more of an R&B album, but you know, like with 808s, kind of upbeat. It's not like super R&B. He does have features like Janaya Eco, Lil Yachty, Snoop Dogg. And yes, I would definitely recommend the album. At least take a listen. If you're not going to purchase the album, at least listen to it give it a chance you have to like really be you have to really have the time to listen to it though because i mean you can always go back to it um, one of my favorite songs on there is still questions i was gonna say answers but it's questions girl i got a question for you well you know because it's like a like he sampled the kevin little turn me on but just in general like his voice and the video it's a great video It's just so Chris Brown. It's just Chris Brown and it's really good. I'm kind of always more attracted to the dance tracks. So that's why I think that one's still my favorite at the top, top, top. I am going to listen to it again because I want to listen to it more with a... I want to listen to it with a closer ear. Like to really put things in perspective. I would say this album has... This album has a lot of sampling. He has Outkast... He has the Kevin Little. He had, I think he had, in one song, he had like a sample of the, the Jay-Z and Maya joint. The, well, how does it go? Should I stay? Should I go? I don't know. Best of me. Sorry, I always kind of sing the song so I can remember the title. <laughs> Does anyone else do that? I do that all the time. Like if I can't remember the song right away, I'll just start singing the song. And I'm like, oh yeah, best of me. That's what it's called. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a like a music nerd, but so yeah, you gotta listen to that album. Also, Ty Dolla Sign Beach House is out. Beach House Three, what else? Big Crit, and I also talked about Niall Horan's album last week. Flicker is his debut album. It's a pretty good album. It's definitely a chill album. My favorite song on there is still Slow Hands. Niall Horan's music is if i would describe it if you live in la then you kind of know what i mean if not i don't know what station would be kind of like it but i feel like his music would be played definitely like on coast 103.5 because it has like the pop sounds and then the kind of like the mellow songs i listened to it a few times too it's really easy for me to listen to it at work because i could just keep like playing it over and over i just put it in repeat to repeat the whole album uh, so yeah, those are some things to look out for. Alright, so let's talk about Kyrese. Yes, I'm talking about Tyrese. Tyrese be doing the most on social media. Posting all his business on social media. Crying on social media. Complaining, bashing The Rock. Now, he's talking about how he hasn't seen his daughter. He's crying. He's saying that he oh, that he's giving his ex-wife $13,000 a month for child support. And 
happened. If you haven't seen the video, you gotta go search it. It's kind of funny and only because... Just because if you know how much he complains and how annoying he is on social media, then it kind of makes you laugh. But if you if you haven't seen any of that and you just and you just kind of listen to it or watch it in a parent's perspective or just a human perspective in general, then you kind of feel bad for him. I I feel bad for him, but at the same time I don't because he just does so much because he's just doing too much in general, like talking about people calling people out on social media crying on social media like what do you want from us pity or what and what kind of gets me the most is him saying oh you know like you shouldn't be judging me or talking about me <clears throat> cry race you post all your business on social media why do you do that why do we need to know all your business why do we need to know your private life we don't but since you opened the door for us of course if you don't want to be criticized, talked about, or none of that, don't post it on social media. Okay? Simple. But people forget that. Like, who, it's like, it's almost like he's like that girl that just wanted to tell her, wants to tell her friends everything, or somebody says something bad about her and she wants to tell the whole world around her. But now it's like social media, you really are telling the whole world. So you gotta be careful of how much you post, Priories. Because I don't know what happened with him in 50 Cent, but 50 Cent is posting the video laughing at him. You know, people always call 50 Cent a bully in the comments. I always gotta go through the comments because, oh my god, people are like, oh, you shouldn't be kicking a black man down or while he's down and you should support him or help him. The, the funniest thing is people just calling him a bully. And I get what why they're saying that, you know, 50 Cent just don't give a fuck. He's just that guy that. He doesn't give a fuck and he's gonna make fun of you and especially if he has a problem with you or you have a problem with him he's gonna talk shit about you so Kyrie's just keep your personal life off of social media the rock doesn't give a fuck right the rock is doing his thing and the reason why he's upset is because the rock got a spin-off movie off fast and the furious franchise and Tyrese is I guess Tyrese is mad that he didn't get it because he's been in the franchise for so long I'm sorry, but that's just how it goes. You should be happy for your brother that he's, you know, doing his thing. I mean, and he tried to go on social media to say, oh, I'm sorry, but if Fast 9 happens and his character's not going to be in the movie, like, you really think we give a fuck? <laughs> anyway, enough of cry race. Let's move on. So the other day, one of my friends posted something on Snapchat that said, it was actually on Monday, happy Monday, don't be a shitty person today. And I was like, Wow. That sucks because I woke up wanting to be extra petty, like extremely petty. I was doing the most. I was doing the most on social media. I mean, no, not the most. Actually, that's not the most. Trust me. I could go way more than that. But I didn't. I hold back. And for the record, I deleted the tweets already. So I was like, no, I want to do this and I want to say this. And I want to, you know, like I wanted to make somebody's life miserable. And I just couldn't get over it. I couldn't get over it. And I was like, no, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to ruin, you know, somebody's life. It's a, a specific person, by the way. But that day, it was so weird because she's the person. I went to her because she's the person that would kind of give me that extra push. If, you know, I didn't have the balls to do it just yet or waiting on the right time. She would be like, no, do it now. Do it now. So I guess I kind of needed that encouragement from her. And to my surprise... She was super positive about it and was telling me like, 
it's not worth it you popping don't worry about this blah 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 and fuck them and i was like what no i wanted you to like give me the extra push so i could talk shit like come on let me ruin somebody's day and she was just not about it she was like it's not worth it it's whatever like it's it's more um it's more hurtful when you just ignore people because they know you don't give a fuck and i know this like i know this for myself this is something that i'm that i always preach and that i always tell people like or that i always do like i just ignore motherfuckers like i don't go off on them i don't i don't even give them the time or i don't give them the pleasure of me even you know making it seem like i'm thinking about them or showing them that i'm still mad or whatever like i have a lot of pride so anyway so she was being super positive about it and i was just like oh man fuck you like what so and shout out to dana so somehow she i was asking her for like advice and things like that and we just kind of ended we just kind of like ended the conversation and i went home after work and i was like you know what i don't want to have this type of energy in me i want to get over it i want to move on and truthfully like i do i did but there was just a part of me that was you know holding on to that grudge to that anger and i was like i don't want to be angry anymore i don't want to stress over this i don't want to think about this i don't want to think about any of that so i went home before i went to bed i prayed and i pray all the time like i'm a big prayer i'm not super um I'm not super religious. I don't go to church every Sunday, but I definitely pray very often. I wouldn't say every single day, but most of the week I pray. So, I went home, laid down, and I spoke to God and said, "I don't want this energy in me. I don't want to feel this anger. I don't want to feel bitter. I don't want to feel upset. I want to be able to just release that negativity out of me. Please help me." help me forget help me move on help me get over it and and help me not think about it so they can deal with it on their own and i could just be happy not that i wasn't happy but just that little part of me was still angry you know and so I, I, that's what i want like i just want to be released of that negative energy so it's so weird i mean I trust God and I know that he has my back. But sometimes he just blows me away. Like not that I don't believe in him, but I know sometimes it takes time. The next morning, I woke up and I was like I felt happy. I felt better. I felt ready to take on the day, to take on the world, to to just continue to create. I was still creating, but just it just gave me that extra motivation of like okay, now that I have that out of me, like I'm ready to keep on creating and get better and you know I just had this motivation and inspiration in me and so I went to the gym and I took one of my classes and at the end we stretch and you know you you do your exhaling and inhaling and while I was exhaling I was like putting it into the universe like I'm releasing this negative energy out of me I don't want it inside of me inhale peace and love and positivity exhale negativity and anger and bitterness and all that stuff that I don't need right now and it worked like I feel happy I went into my social media actually before I even prayed that night I was like that's it I'm done went to my social media 
block the accounts that I was, you know, because we all do it. Don't don't try to lie and act like you don't stalk motherfuckers. You be doing it too. Everybody does it. I don't care what anybody says. We might deny it because we have a lot of pride. I, I, I'm that person that will be like, I don't have time to be stalking motherfuckers. But you do, bitch. You do. So we all do it. We're all guilty. We're all human beings. We care sometimes. We say that we don't, but we care. So I went into the social media accounts. I blocked everything. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I don't care. I'm moving on. I, bye. Wish you well. This is it. And I closed that chapter for good. And I prayed and everything. And like I said, the next morning and held positivity, exhaled negativity. And I've just been feeling really good. I've been feeling um, just better, happier, more motivated. And it's just weird how sometimes you just got to step out of that. And I've had enough. I had enough of that feeling. And when my friend, when she was like, when she was not with it, I was like, it, you know what you gotta move on like you, if somebody who's who's like kind of the queen of petty is telling you to get over it move the fuck on you're better than that I was like I got to so shout out to Dana it really you really inspired me to just get out of that negative zone and just put myself back into my positive zone thank you I appreciate it and if ever I need to be petty again Please support me, girl. I'm just kidding. No, sometimes you got to tell your friends. And that's the thing. Like, she could have just been like, no, fuck that. Tell them, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, no, like, just chill. Just get over it. I wanted to share that because I know sometimes it's hard for us to get over certain things. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes, sometimes I wonder how people do it. And the way that I did it, it just worked for me. And you just got to love yourself more and let go of that stuff because it's just you're just holding on to negative vibes and you just won't be 100% happy if you keep doing that if you keep holding on to things like that you won't be 100% happy and you, you want to be happy right I do so yay I feel so good see I just exhaled and I felt really good that I got that out of my system that I hopefully this will be the last time that I talk about it because I it's really like over like I'm, I, I don't care I'm done and so now I want to share with you guys that today I'm actually going to go get tattooed. I'm not going to tell you guys where or what it's going to be, but it's going to be pretty gangster though. That's what I'm excited about. Like, you know, you guys know, if you really know me, hang out with me. Like, I'm, I'm a classy chick, but I do got the hood in me though. And it's, this is going to bring out, this is going to be the hood in me. I know it sounds weird, but I'm really excited. And I don't have any tattoos except for one that I got like five years ago. It's my daughter's birthday in Roman numerals and I have it in my index finger on my right hand on the inside. I got it there purposely because I didn't want it to be something that was like super out there just in case, you know, I make it one day in TV and they're like, oh, you can't have tattoos, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know that tattoos are more acceptable, like way more acceptable now. It's not a big deal. So I don't want anything super, you know, noticeable. Anyway, um, so yeah, today I'm going to get tattooed and I'm really excited. I'm kind of nervous, but I think I'll be fine, but I'm excited. More than anything, I'm excited. And no, it's not my, it's not maybe that loca, although I did think about getting that. Why? I don't know. I just, I have a lot of love for the hood. So I think that's why I'm just like, Hey, so questions this week, shout out to DJ unique who asked me, let's read the question. And it's at DJ 
U-N-I-E-Q. And the question was, when is it okay to compliment a female about her beauty? I would say all the time, but don't overdo it. You know, you can't just keep telling me all the time, oh my God, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. Okay, shut the fuck up. We get it. I'm beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I think it's a balance. You gotta make me feel beautiful, but don't overdo it to where it's just like all you ever talk about. Because then I'm just gonna be like, man, shut the fuck up already. But I think women always want to feel beautiful. I, I want to feel, especially when a guy that you're into tells you that you're beautiful and makes you feel beautiful and sexy. That's always a turn on, right? Like, I always appreciate a man who who compliments me not like 24 7 i don't want to be complimented 24 7 but like if i'm if i'm feeling myself and i'm looking good and i got this cute dress on or sexy dress on and some heels and my hair is done my makeup is lit like if you tell me if you're my man you tell me that i look good or sexy or beautiful or cute then i'm gonna be like all right baby just wait till we get home it's about to be on like it makes it so easy for us to give it up so (laughs) i'm just saying when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. And if someone you love makes you feel good, it's just like, you feel like the hottest girl on earth. And you guys, that's how you got to make us feel. Like, we're the hottest girl on earth. Because I know you motherfuckers be looking at girls on Instagram. You know, all these little hoochies. I know guys are always going to look. But you got to make me feel like, even though this girl has a big ass booty and she's just showing it off on Instagram. You got to make me feel like I'm way hotter than her. Because that's just... That's just how we are. We just, we gotta know that we got, you gotta tell us that we're beautiful. And you gotta tell us that we're smart too. I like compliments like that. Like, you're so smart, or like when you're blown away, or not blown away, but when you're impressed by how smart I am, or how well I can do something, that is also a big, that makes me feel really good too. So, I know some women don't wanna be looked at as just, you know, something pretty, but tell her she's ugly. Tell her she's ugly and trust me, she'll want, to, she'll want you to switch up and tell her she's pretty. So <laughs> so there you go, DJ Unique. Thank you for submitting the question via Twitter at LucyDarling27. If you have any questions anytime, you can always tweet me and ask me. Um, but usually when I am going to record a podcast, I, I do tweet it out. So you can do it then or you can do it whenever. And also my friend Steve, shout out to Steve from the Snooze and Booze podcast. You got to check that out. Search it on iTunes and everywhere else okay so the other question was from my friend steve and he's at steve medell m-e-d-e-l 1775 on twitter what are your favorite songs that almost make you want to cry um i have a lot most of my most of the songs that make me want to cry is um my go-to songs i actually have a playlist called heartbreak hotel because if you remember Winnie Houston and Kelly Price and I forgot who else was on the song but the song was called Heartbreak Hotel and I, and I just kind of wanted to use it as my playlist title. All my playlist titles reference a song. They all have to do with music. I just don't think of like a title just you know whatever. Um, they all have to do with like a, a song title or something that is said in a song. So yeah. Anyway my go-to songs when I actually want to cry, I have my English playlist, which is Heartbreak Hotel, and my Spanish playlist, which is La Tortura, and that's by uh, Shakira. So Shakira is like a bunch of a bunch of her old stuff, and it's all in Spanish, and that always gets me because I feel like, oh my God, she knows exactly what I'm feeling. My English playlist has like 
Lady Gaga, Million Reasons. That was one of the songs that when I first heard it a cappella, like I didn't even hear it on the album or anywhere else yet. Immediately it just touched my heart. I was like, oh my god, this is Lady Gaga. You know my story, girl? Because this is this is me. This is what I'm feeling right now. And that song is really special to me. It does make me cry. Not all the time. It just depends on my mood. But that's one of the songs that for sure if I want to cry, I'll play that. Also, Jessie Ware, Wildest Moments. I have I have a playlist called Oh God. Big Sean. <laughs> Usher, Burn, Life Jennings, I Can't, Breakdown, Mariah Carey. Thinking of You, Katy Perry. That's one of my favorite, favorite songs. X Factor by Lauren Hill. That one makes me cry too a lot. Energy by Carrie Hilson. I just have a few songs on there. Uh, actually, the list goes on and on. I just don't want to name every single song. But those are some of the songs that when I feel sad, I'm like, all right, I got to go listen to, to this song. Also, Skeeter Davis with End of the World. It's such a depressing song. And if you remember, it played on girl interrupted at the end when homegirl committed suicide so it always takes me to that scene which makes it even more depressing like damn like it's just the end of the world motherfuckers want to die and kill themselves and stuff but it's it has that side of like that dark side but it's also a beautiful song and i love it so much so yeah skeeter davis end of the world is because sometimes you feel like that when you're like going through a breakup like it's just the end of the world why is everybody happy around me why is the sun coming out why is it still you know why is everything still going on and i'm over here dying it's the end of the world but you know it's just you're just a little dramatic when you're heartbroken that's kind of how it works right okay this is okay the next question and this is a question i get a lot all the time especially when i'm eating like sweets because people just can't believe that you can eat vegan ice cream or a vegan ice cream sandwich or a vegan churro or blah 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 um is it hard to be vegan it can be it definitely can be the first month or two that i became vegan uh, i was really hungry all the time like well i'm hungry all the time now as it is but i was even more hungry then i was just starving all the time it's like your body goes through like a not a detox it's a can't remember fuck i always do this i can't remember the word but your body has to get used to it basically um just remember that i started my vegan journey years back i actually wanted to be a vegan since many years ago and i tried to do it cold turkey and it was so hard i lasted like a day and i was like fuck this i'm fucking hungry and that was it i went back to eating meat and everything else but uh, I was three years beef free and then I stopped eating chicken and turkey I never really ate pork so it wasn't like a big thing for me and like I just stopped eating it I mean not stop eating it well bacon because I would still eat bacon sometimes because I loved bacon but and that was pretty much the only pork I, I, I would have and carnitas because carnitas were lit but anyway um, so that was something I really never really ate and so I stopped eating chicken and turkey became a pescatarian for a year and then i was like all right that's it i'm becoming a vegan like i i i i'm ready and i did it kind of from one day to another well from being a pescatarian and yes it was a little hard but i got through it um fine 
actually I feel a lot better my energy is better um, I feel healthy I feel light I feel like I don't have to work out as hard because your body just kind of holds on to like the workout I don't know it's, it's kind of weird to explain or hard to explain but I don't have to work out as hard like you're just always lean and that's I love that so yeah it is hard it could be hard you just have to take your time you gotta learn how to cook for sure because you just can't go anywhere to eat you can't just go stop at a jack-in-the-box or mcdonald's or anywhere even subway you can't just i mean i you can eat there but you can't you don't have a lot of options so uh, i do cook a lot i watch a lot of youtube videos i'm getting a lot better at kind of putting things together that are just vegan you gotta you, got, you just gotta do your research you gotta do your research you gotta eat and hang around people who are also vegan because when you go out with friends who aren't vegan you could be stuck just eating fries and sometimes fries aren't even vegan so either you eat before you go out or you kind of hang out with people who are vegan or you try to work it out somehow but it could be hard sometimes it could be hard but you can do it you can do it for me my, my motivation was always it's always a health motivation for me always and but most importantly it was animals it wasn't it wasn't i watched what the health like everybody else and oh i want to be vegan no like it, it almost it's almost like veganism became very popular so now everyone's interested in it so now it, it became this big thing but that information has always been out when i wanted to become a vegan many years ago it's because i read a book about that and i i didn't know how the animals were being treated and when i found out i was like oh my god i feel like shit like i don't want to i don't want to be a part of that and i think in a way i forgot about it i forgot about it but i guess i just kind of put it in the back burner and you know but now just recently i was like because now that i have dogs i had dogs growing up but like my own pets that i take care of and stuff it, it just totally changed my my mind like i i just feel like it's if that was happening to my dogs i would i would hate it i would it would crush me and i love pigs it was pigs were always the cutest to me and i actually want like a little piglet for a pet and i i thought like how can you say that you love pigs but yet you know they get slaughtered and hurt and you eat them and then I just started to feel really bad and watching videos of how they're treated like people think that animals that animals don't suffer or that they don't feel certain things or that they don't hurt and they're supposed to be on this earth so we can just eat them and hurt them like that that makes me really sad I can't watch videos like that and not cry because you hear them crying you hear them screaming and it really it really makes me mad that people say oh well, you know they're gonna die anyway yeah they are gonna die anyway but they shouldn't have to die like that. They're, bas they're basically born. We're all born to die. But they're born to die like immediately. Like imagine being born to just be taken away from your mom. Taken to a slaughterhouse. Have your, having your neck sliced and your, your, your tails cut off. And being kicked around and beaten with who knows what. I hate that. And I hate those people that do that to the animals. It really breaks my heart. Oh, it just it makes me so mad it makes me really mad and I pray about that all the time I, I just 
I don't want animals to be hurting. I don't I don't want that. I don't want them to go through that. It really really makes me sad. Some people say they love animals, but they still eat them. And you know, to each zone, I'm not going to sit here and judge, but I am. <laughs> I don't know. Like for me, that was the that was the thing. Like why do you say you love animals but you're eating them? It didn't make sense. So, uh, you know what? If I really love animals that much, I have to stop eating them because I don't I don't support that. Anyway, so yes, it is it could be hard to be vegan. You just gotta be patient, eat often, hang out with people who are vegans or vegetarians. That would help a little. Learn how to cook. If you don't know how to cook, you gotta learn. Watch YouTube videos, do your research, all that good stuff. There's a lot of restaurants that are vegan now, so it's not I don't think it's that hard. Like in my area, I live in Long Beach and my area has like a vegan pizza place like not too far from me i have quite a few restaurants that are vegan and there's things in, in certain fast food restaurants that you can also veganize uh, like taco bell del taco so you just gotta do your research i research everything if i'm unsure i just look on google and i know google can be off or whatever certain websites but all you can do is try so this is the weirdest thing but i watch everyday struggle mostly every day um this is the weirdest thing, but I watch Everyday Struggle almost every day, and I love Joe. I feel like Joe is like me because he's so passionate about music, about hip-hop, and like even when he wants to make a point, he seems upset, and even that, I feel like I connect to it because like I can get so, and I'll call it passion, but I can get so mad like when I'm kind of proving my point about someone that I really believe in and I really support or just that I'm passionate about like a certain subject like a certain subject because like it just kind of like it's, it's so personal because of the passion that you have I guess invested in it and even when he gets like that I feel like oh my god he's like me he is me and he's like my inspiration and it's kind of weird that what what the weird part of it is that he's like my inspiration to be like a, a better media uh, personality or just to be more like to be or, or he's like my he's like my he's my inspiration in a way to be like a better media personality or even just the way he gives his opinions um like i just feel him and i just feel like oh my god like joe is me joe is me And what kind of, what I really, what's kind of really making me say this right now is because in the last episode, he's talking about how you have to continue to create no matter what happens in your career or in your life. You have to continue to create. You can't depend on people to say, well, I, I'm not creating because, you know, this didn't work out or I'm not creating because I was overshadowed by this person or this person or this gig or, you know, just changes in your life. And that was that really inspired me because you know of the changes that I've made so far in my career or in my life like it, it really kind of like got to me and it, it, it spoke to me it didn't get to me it spoke to me um, because you do you have to continue to create and um, for him I, it, it feels kind of funny because you know he's he's a rapper but now he's like a media uh, personality which is crazy but I couldn't I, I didn't like when like Chance was kind of like making fun of him 
for oh like now you got a job that you got to clock in first of all he doesn't clock in but whatever but i i know what he was trying to say but my point is like especially for black men i feel like when people um because you know there's the stereotypes of like black men don't work or they're lazy or whatever so especially when it's a, a black man who's like getting like he's getting he's getting to work every day and even if his rap career didn't work out or if it did whatever he chose to retire but if people want to say it didn't work out you know whatever like he's still working i hate that chance try to put him down about that because he's still working i don't and that's the problem with this with this generation is that if you don't if you don't have the career that makes you famous then you like people look at you like you ain't shit but that's not how it works bro like if you're still working and you're still making your money and you're getting your bills paid paying your rent and all that you know and you got extra like don't knock it i feel like this kim did the same thing with adrian oh like she's not famous and you know like adrian has had a career since she was a young girl and with real talent like as an actress not just not just because she put out a sex tape or something silly like that so like my point is like don't knock people who are working just because they're not at the same level that you are you know like everything works out different for different people but people like knock it sometimes just because oh you're not famous enough or yeah but i'm still working you know like i just especially like i said with black men that really bothered me that chance did that because it's just always been a stereotype it, what chance when chance said it about joe it really bothered me i guess more because i am a big fan of joe like i i love joe like i support joe like everything joe says i'm like he's right he's right just because i like i connect with him in the things that he says and i totally agree not just because you know i have a crush on him <laughs> i feel like he says things that like valid point he makes valid points so yeah like don't knock people because you know they got a job and they're you know putting food on the table is is just something that I don't agree with like you shouldn't be knocking people for working knock people when they don't work when they got kids out there and they're not doing shit for them and they're just fucking out here acting like they're balling and they're fucking broke acting like they're balling you're balling you're balling but if you're broke acting like you're balling and you got all these kids that you don't support you don't pay your child support you don't do nothing for your baby mamas or nothing for your family or nothing like that was like stupid i feel like that was a stupid point a stupid thing to say from chance i i don't it made me not like him oh my god you guys my friend nelly sent me a post that said that if you look go to your photos on your iphone and you search brazier i hope i'm saying that wrong i mean i, I hope i'm saying that right brazier search the word and all the pictures of you in a bra or whatever will come up and i was like really is this really going to be real so i looked it up and yes it's very true i don't know what the hell the iphone the iphone i don't know what the hell the iphone is doing but if you do type in that word guess what boo the iphone put all your pictures together of you in your bra and it's pretty lit how do i feel about it i don't know i kind of don't give a fuck Well, my thing is I already know and if you heard what the podcast where I talked about my career and conspiracies, I talked about things like that already that I just think everybody's out to get us. We're all being with Snapchat. People are worried about I the new iPhones having instead of having the fingerprint, they have like a face recognition. And like, "Oh my god, they're trying to scan our faces and blah blah." Like, "Motherfucker, they've been doing that with Snapchat. You tripping?" Like, they already got it 
Yeah, so I feel like it's kind of like something similar. I don't know. Maybe they have their reasons of doing it, but I haven't really researched it. That's just kind of what I think about it. But yeah, look it up. Brazier on your albums. Search the word and you'll see all your pictures. She actually said that her pictures didn't come up, but mine did. I, I have a few pictures of mine in my bra came up when I searched it. So go to your iPhone now and try it and see what happens. <laughs> Who doesn't have nudes and, and pictures of themselves in their bra? Everybody does because, you know, we be feeling ourselves. Changing the subject, I saw that K-Day posted a uh, question yesterday that I thought it was very, that I thought was very interesting. It read, is it okay for a woman to make the first move on a man? Oh, I read it wrong yesterday, actually. Well, yes, it's not, it's not wrong to make the first move. I definitely have made the first move. It just depends, though, but he already gave me the green light, usually. Um, I guess what I thought it was saying was making the first move as in, like, me going up to a guy and asking him, like, or handing my number I don't know I wouldn't do that I, I don't know if they meant that or not but no I would not do that I just don't think that I would I, I guess I'm kind of old school and believing that a man should do it trust me there's been situations where I'm like oh my god this guy is so fine and I'm like whoo but I don't say nothing I'm just, I, for me, it just feels like, you know what, if he doesn't come and talk to me, then I, it's just not something that we're supposed to do. I kind of put it in, you know, it's, I kind of blame, like, you know, life or the universe or whatever. <laughs> like, it's just not meant to be. That's how I look at it. And I was, uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because the other day, one of my coworkers and I were talking about this. And I said, no, I've never done that. I don't think I would do it. You know, I would feel stupid if I got rejected, which kind of sucks because guys have to go through that. You know, they got to take that chance of being rejected or not or ignored. Sometimes I just totally ignore them. I don't even say anything to them. No smile, no nothing, no, no type of reaction. And oh my God, that has to suck. I think that's why I wouldn't do it. Like I wouldn't want to have... I wouldn't want to get that rejection. Like, I would feel really stupid to get rejected. So I wouldn't do it. But my co-worker was saying that she she has done it. And it's been pretty smooth for her. Like, basically, I was like, well, what do you say or what do you do? You know, like, and she said that. She went up to the guy. She introduced herself and asked him if he had a girlfriend. And I guess he said no. And then she said, "Can okay, well, take my number. Or can I give you my number? And he was like, sure. And they talked for a little bit. And then I guess they just ended up not, that was it. You know, sometimes, or they lost contact or something. So I guess it's, she made it seem so easy, but I still feel like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I'm so, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I would feel weird. I would be like, I would probably be that guy, you know, how when you, when you talk to a, when a guy talks to you and you reject him and he's like, fuck you then. Or like, he'll be like, you weren't even that fine anyway. I think I would be that type of girl. Like, fuck your punk ass. All right, fuck you, bitch. I think I would have that type of reaction. If I didn't say it out loud, I would definitely think it like, fuck you then, bitch. You ain't even all that anyway. I would be that person. So I'd rather just have them talk to me. Uh, I'm sorry if I ever acted rude. I'm sure I have. I do that all the time. I don't like being hit on. I don't like guys talking to me sometimes. I know that sounds weird. 
you just gotta have there's just a way to do it i don't know if it's i mean it also depends on my mood if i'm feeling really good i'll probably talk to anybody and if i'm not i just don't want nobody to talk to me it's it's just weird girls can be crazy we're crazy i think you guys know that though so what do you think as a man has a girl ever came up to you and talked to you or do you always initiate that conversation or you know going up to someone to ask them out or for the number I know some people the way that some people do it nowadays is like well what's your Instagram and then you kind of go from there and I was actually and oh my god and I was actually on the Bumble app the Bumble dating app which is an app kind of like tinder but in bumble the woman has to make the first move so you kind of just pick the guys that you like and they can't message you until you message them so you got to make the first move girl and okay so at first i didn't quite know that and then talking to my co-worker she was like yeah you have to make the first move and i was like oh hell to the not then this ain't never gonna pop off for me because i'm not gonna like hit up somebody and be like oh hey i think you're fine but I guess there's a, a way to do it. I just, I don't know how to do that because I've never had to do that. Guys always talk to me first. That's because, I, you know, I, I just wouldn't talk to a guy first. So I ended up deleting the app because I know I'm not going to talk to anybody. And I asked one of, and I asked a, a guy, hey, like, what are girls, how do girls initiate conversations on Bumble? And he's like, most of the time they just send like a little smiley face or say hey or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. But still, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the first move type of girl. I mean, the first move, if I'm already like not dating someone, but like if I'm already, if I've already gone out with you on a, a, a date or two and I'm really feeling you and we kind of go back to your place, sometimes I'll make the first move then. But most of the time, I let the guy do it. But he knows I want it. <laughs> we, we as women know from the moment we meet someone if we want it or not. Or if we're going to give it up. I do. I know off the top, like, ooh, he's going to get it tonight. Or I'll just be like, oh, hell no. He better not think that he's going to sleep with me. He, he better not touch me. He better not even stare at my booty or anything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm exaggerating. But yeah like there's times where i'm like okay you know what i i was gonna sleep with him but something he did turn me off so now he's not getting them that's fucked up huh man guys my bad (laughs) y'all but yeah that's an interesting question i don't know what do you guys think is it okay to make for a woman to make the first move is it not i've never i've never made the first move as far as that goes as talking to someone but let me know what you guys think. As always, you can hit me up anywhere on my social media. My social media is at LucyDarling27. I'm on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. It's kind of overwhelming sometimes. Especially Facebook. I can't stand Facebook. Ugh. It's like Facebook is that, that social media platform where if you're not talking shit or if you're not posting stupid shit, people aren't going to give you attention. Like People don't give a fuck about that. They don't care about what you're doing professionally. They care about what you're doing ratchet in your ratchet life. And then they'll have something to say. Otherwise, they don't give a fuck. I hate Facebook. I actually tried to deactivate my... Not tried. I deactivated my account. I would say like a couple months ago. (laughs) 
and I literally lasted like an hour, if that, and I reactivated it. But to my defense, because I post like my show stuff, I just feel like I have to keep, I just feel like I have to promote everywhere. So even Facebook, unfortunately, even though like the love is so different on Facebook, I'm like, I still have to promote. So I ended up just reactivating it and saying, and saying, fuck it. I'm going to stay on Facebook. But I hate it. What social media platform do you hate? Do you have a favorite? My favorite is actually Twitter. I love Twitter. And Instagram. I would say Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and then Facebook. All right. So Selena Quintanilla received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And we couldn't be more excited. We're so proud of Selena and so proud of the Latin community. Grateful to everybody and anyone that made this happen. She definitely deserves the star. And I can't wait to go visit the star and take a picture. This is definitely something that I I have to do. Sometimes I think those type of pictures are a little corny. But Selena, girl, we gotta get, I gotta get a Selena and Shakira one. We really gotta support Selena. I actually didn't buy anything from the Selena collection from MAC. I thought it was kind of shitty. I think they could have done better, but I'm, I don't want to talk shit, but I think they could have done better. Like, did you guys see the Mariah Carey collection? Oh my God, it was so beautiful. I feel like Selena could have, the Selena collection could have been a lot nicer, but indeed, but still grateful that it was out there. So thank you, Matt, for making that happen. And so that's gonna do it for today's show. As always, submit your questions via my social media at LucyDarling27. Or you can also submit questions to my email, feedmeradio at gmail.com. Submit your bars. I wanna hear more freestyles, you guys. I wanna hear, I wanna, I wanna see some dope freestyles. Or send me your music. I, I wanna hear your music. Happy late Halloween. I'm so glad it's over because Halloween lasted for like a whole fucking week. I was like, man, when are people going to stop celebrating Halloween? It was so crazy because Saturday night, the Saturday before Halloween, I was like, oh my God, I'm so over Halloween. Why are people still posting Halloween shit? And then I realized, oh my God. No, 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 no. Sunday night. When was the first? I think Sunday night or Monday night, I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking over all this Halloween shit. Like, why are people still posting Halloween pictures? And then I realized, oh my God, it's not even Halloween yet. And then the day after Halloween, people were still posting Halloween pictures. I was like, did we just have a whole fucking month of Halloween? Because it really felt like it. I didn't dress up this year. I didn't feel like doing shit. I was actually working. I didn't work Halloween day, but I did work over the weekend, which I didn't mind. I'd rather make money, whatever. Enough of the Halloween talk. I've had enough of it. Make sure you follow me on social media at LucyDarling27 to submit your questions. You can also submit questions, freestyles, and music to my email, feedmeradio at gmail.com. That's F-I-R-M-E, radio at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.